Hello and welcome back to Mary Ginmus with me, Sophie, aka Mary, aka Mary's Ginmus, as we are now calling it. Uh, we are on to day 14. And um, today I had to think of a few things for the advent calendar. What can we call it today? And I've decided it can be 14 bunnies binking because that's what they do. And I looked around for inspiration in here and there's my wooden rabbit statue and bunnies like to bink and they do their little hop things and it's really cute and they go around that's called a binky so it's bunnies binkying there you go have a nice fun fact if you didn't know about that and it's quite <laughs> something to do something to do with gin just you know something to add a little festive cheer because bunnies are cute yeah there you go that's my, my random fact today um so today's gin um i did a little pun with the picture if you've seen on instagram it's got the because it's a spice gin it was in my new spice rack so i thought that was topical and that would fit and i hope you enjoyed that um which is a nice little picture of spice gin but yes without further ado i should introduce the gin so it is wardington's original ludlow spice gin which is actually a number three gin because i will get to that in a minute on their website it's 42 percent abv volume it's gluten-free. It's also vegan by the looks of it. They've got a label. Quite nice. Simple yet effective label. Orange with the writing on it. Um, I will have to tell Craig about this one because Craig lived down in Ludlow for a few years. So he'd be quite interested to try it. So Ludlow's in the Welsh marches, which is quite interesting if you hopefully will do our history podcast. It's quite an interesting period in kind of this borderland between England and Wales and what kind of went on there. A lot of different battles, a lot of different things before England went and tried to conquest Wales. But anyway, that's a different story. Ludlow's somewhere I want to visit. It looks very pretty. Craig has lived there. So Ludlow's dry gin is in called Wardington. So I've had a little look why why here. And the first bit they said why Ludlow, talking about how it's famous for food, famous for passion. And it also saying sits the historical heart of the Welsh master, who's the borderlands between England and Wales, and the guy who's made it. It's been his home for the last 20 years, and it's an incredible place and rugged landscape of Shropshire to the rolling hills of Herefordshire, because it's right on the border. And there's a really cool picture. I'm guessing this is the man. What's his name? Um, Sean Ward, Wardington Bear, the director. And there's a wonderful picture of him with the stills and his really amazing moustache like it's amazing moustache check it out uh what makes ludlow gin unique uh it's been, we still gin has been crafted for hundreds of years using natural botanicals ah they use another copper spot uh still um i think i've got names somewhere for them and then different bits and bobs with that too and it's saying their labels are special they're handmade by master printer david lewis at cherry press and the 1950s heidelberg press using a beautiful italian paper which i did say it looks really nice on the label uh why ludlow dry well this is quite interesting this bit i wanted to read to you the gin isn't necessarily dry. the term refers to both the strictly controlled method of production the fact it is in the 19th century gin was often much sweeter like old tom which we have tried different things served often sometimes served with cream and sugar. Traditional London dry drinks have stood the test of time. They also provide the perfect base for cocktails, as we also know. Juniper lead notes sing through other flavours, gin as it should be. They don't even have to be from London, as we've also learned if you've listened to the GNT podcast. So they like their gin short, uh, not much. We talk about neat. And then, yeah, that's kind of it. I will actually, I'll tell you what the stills are called, because, you know, I find that interesting, even if no one else does. So yeah, they've got their stills, and our copy stills are called Joy, Felicity, Edward and Richard, which is actually a change, because we were saying the other day that most stills are named after ladies like ships, and said so they've got an Edward and a Richard too, which is quite exciting. So they've got different gins, they've all kind of got their number one, is they're like their dry, and then their other flavours, and this is the spice one, it's called Spiced Number 3, with a nice orange label. 
Uh, and they've named it aromatic and warming, a taste of the Orient, delicate and exotic spices, fragrant and evocative, just a touch of sweetness, a finely balanced gin, aromatic rather than spicy, full of Eastern promise. And the director, the bear with his lovely moustache says, my second favourite, I know you shouldn't have favourites, it's a very gentle gin, complex and delicate, a joy to create, a wealth of extraordinary spices. Making me want to try it already. Oh, the botanical list, always important. So finest juniper. Coriander, angelica root, orris, lemon, and orange enriched by delicate succulent spices. Almond. Oh, I haven't really had almond in them. Caraway, nutmeg, ginger, cardamom. Kebab. Don't know what that is. Grains paradise, licorice, cassia bark. Don't don't have too much cassia bark, we've learnt. Elderberries. Ooh. Uh, have a slice of fig or some star anise with ginger ale. Perfect Negroni, and then they've got some nice little things, and it's won quite a few awards. There we go. Ready to try. That's quite a lot of nice little different spices coming through, so... I'm quite excited. Let's get the smell. Smell. Ooh. It's very subtle on the nose. I'm not picking out a lot. Yeah, I'm not getting actually much at all on the nose. It doesn't smell like punching you in the face of juniper. It's very... Maybe the ginger beer will bring it out. I'm out to edit with ginger ale, ginger beer for that. My little collection of those, but... Nose-wise, even put my nose in. I'm not getting a lot of smells. And I know my... um. Said the smell is pretty good, and I'm not getting much at all. Very interesting. That's intriguing me that the nose has just not got anything at all. You can hear me clinking my glasses I'm smelling. Right. Should give it a try. Let's have a try. Wow. That is subtle. It's lovely. Really well rounded, actually. Very hard to pick out what flavour it is because it's like this isn't a punchy gin at all. When he's saying the bear saying it's delicate, it is delicate. There, it's nothing like. I'm getting a little bit of saliva from it and kind of the taste, but it kind of it's not really touching any of my mouth. You know, I'm saying there's some at the back of my palate, some on my tongue, not palate, palate. I'm getting there. The words not. Come in, but around the top, it's just not. There is like a lingering sweetness, which is almost like the aniseed. It doesn't taste like Bongella gin, but the Otterbeck, we that Bongella gin. But yeah, you get a burst of juniper, you then get these kind of very subtle spices, like almost like you get a whiff of an exotic oriental market, and you're like, where is it? And then it's gone. And you're like, hmm. It's very interesting. Um, I'm not sure what to make of it. The flavours are not strong at all and they're not lasting. But what I am getting is really good. I just want more. I think this is another that needs a blend. It's, it, it's nice, neat, but it leaves me wanting, thinking what, what's happening. I'm not picking much out at all. Literally, I'm getting a burst of juniper and then the spices are really, really subtle. And um, the bottles, it might be another way I need to warm it up because the bottles are not the warmest when I drink it. I'll try and warm a little bit up to try. But yeah, that's, that's subtle. It's not even punchy. Wow. Okay. This is a really hard one to vote for. Well, rate. Because I feel 
because we've, we've spoken out it pretty much every day that I drink them neat. But it's not lending itself to being a neat gin whatsoever. It's because the flavours aren't there. It, it'll probably need something just to bring them out, just to kind of coax them out of their shell a bit and go, come on, come on, come on, come on, come and join the gin party because they're not there at all. Which is very strange and a bit disappointing for me because I do enjoy the meat and this, this is not even going there. Right, well, you can be added to my list of ones to try with ginger ale, of which we have now three. And ones to try also probably with Craig. Um, I'm going to reserve judgment on it because at the moment it's disappointing because I'm not getting anything bar some juniper, a bit of warmth, and I can't pick out much else. And my palate isn't bad. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm going to reserve judgment because at the moment it'll be about a three because I know that it's got potential there. And I don't want to underestimate what I think could be a really good gin because it's showing so much promise, which is just not coming out of the bottle, which is just not showing through. So, yeah. I, I guess we'll end on that weird from our, like, binking bunnies at the start to a very confused, like, I, I, I don't know where to go with this. Because those spices aren't there. Shall we say on that confused note? will end um yeah because i'm um, one of those weird ones today uh we'll see what tomorrow brings if we get like spice gin i, I know there's a few coming up in the calendar i want to try and to talk about because they're from producers i really love so yeah ludlow i'm just i don't know I, I will oh yeah we'll come back to this we'll see you at the end when i retaste some of them with bits to how they come out and compare and um rate it from there but yes uh drink responsibly everyone have a lovely lovely evening and i'll catch you for day 15 free fives uh for have a live tomorrow and till then goodbye and of course the extra goodbye <laughs>